I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. But you've got my axe. What the what? It proves the knowing glances are magical. No, I can't. We're here to save you. Get to cover or something. They're throwing pieces of themselves. Shh, in here. Play with your beard, you coward. Uh, looks like a door over there. You want to be crazy? I'll be crazy. I'm not a very good liar. No, I don't think so, but I was hoping it would work. They're going to be coming up these stairs any second. Come on, Mary. Think on it. Stop saying the name because they're just going to hear you saying it and they're going to keep following us. Everyone sit on the floor. Get on the floor now. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is Season 2, Episode 15, A Sticky Situation. MVP this week is Love Trash Queen, who left us a glowing review and said, Fantastic! I listen at work and it's really the only reason I get excited about going to work. <laughs> Great voices and wonderful characters. And they came to us from Malevolent after listening to it nine times. Thank you so much for enjoying, Love Trash Queen. Yeah, thanks. If you're enjoying the show, and we hope that you very much are, please consider supporting us on Patreon. You can find the link by going to our website, www.dyshamepodcast.com. And thank you so much to everyone who's already supporting the show. We couldn't do it without you. We definitely couldn't. All right, should we play some D&D? Let's do it. Booyah! 
I'm definitely one of those people who selfishly kind of enjoys their birthday. Not even really that I like lavish in the affection or whatever, but I just kind of like walking around all day, like knowing secretly that it's my <laughs> special day. Yeah. Sure. Like even if you just like get on the bus or whatever and you're like, no one knows it. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Slashing tires true, as you walk by people. You and 80 million people, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Alex Guthrie, I know your birthday is even closer to Christmas, but I find like yeah. in the past, sometimes people have conflated like birthday gifts and Christmas gifts. You know, did mm-hmm. you ever have someone give you like a, a combined birthday Christmas? All the time. Presents? Really? Yeah. Does it- it's the 22nd of December. Well, he's not going to dox himself. Oh, yeah. You're getting <laughs> yeah. that's that's uh that's a rough one. Yeah. My yeah. cousin, his birthday is on Straight Christmas up, Day. Right oh, no. And then our other cousins two days after Christmas. You need double yep. presents. I remember one year for my birthday, I got an Easy Bake Oven, which had been on my Christmas. <laughs> you mean an Easy Bake Light Bulb. I mean an Easy Bake Oven. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like the I hot, thought this was going to be the fucking gift. I was so jazzed about this Easy Bake Oven. I saw commercials for it. <sighs> I feel like everyone was going to get one. Get ready I- for undercooked dough. <laughs> Marketing. It comes with a little plastic hand that you're supposed to insert did you have one of these alex i did not i remember my friends her her brothers had um creepy crawlers fuck yeah oh, we had like that the, yeah yeah no crawlers, yeah. yeah you're like Whoa, what if hold on what if when we, we get gave... to that conversation i've boy, i've already got the creepy say. crawlers picture showed up because i just wanted to bask in the nostalgia of these dumb like uh, yeah. critters and the and the weird goo i'm gonna need the reminder make your own thing i like how for girls they were like ladies why don't you bake a cake and for boys they were like boys here's some toxic goo would you yeah. like no, to not even they were like eat some fucking bugs boys eat some fucking spiders well there was another one it was like monster it was like a lab or something i remember you would like you had to pour this powder but it turned into candy it was all candy but like it was it was some it wasn't creepy crawlers but it was like some laboratory it had all different things i'm gonna google it well dr dreadful food lab that's it (laughs) dr dreadful food lab no googling required oh it was so cool i remember that was one of my big one i if, if it was creepy and if it was delicious Delicious. That was my wheelhouse. Lightly edible. Up. Yeah. I mean, they were all edible. I mean, everything's <laughs> edible if you try, try hard enough. The thing with this Easy Bake Oven, though, I think is they, I don't know who the fuck designed it, but they did a bad, bad job. They did a big <laughs> bad job about the design. So trying to reach into this oven to retrieve your hot pan, your tiny pan full of tiny cake. It was hot. Okay. And the, the reacher that they gave you, they gave you a little tool, was this kind of plastic C shape on a stick. And you were supposed to somehow slide that in and grab the sides of this searing hot small pan with this plastic hook and retrieve mm-hmm. it. And it was so, it was such an ordeal that like you, you couldn't do it if you were eight years old without burning yourself for sure. <laughs> well, that's why the box said 11 and up. Well, I don't know how old you're supposed to have been. It's just teaching you that life is suffering. Sort of missed the brief on easy. Well, it's EZ. <laughs> just call it bake oven. <laughs> <laughs> bake light bulb. But then, and 
you got like like four shots at it before you were out of the mix, right? So you would have had to go back to the store to buy more. I don't know if my parents thought that it was like a subscription service or but there was never any further bits of cake. I mean, all the things you're saying make it sound like it was a wildly successful toy because you had to put more money into it to make it work more. I'm sure. It's the original microtransaction. I am having the weirdest sense memory of a cake from an easy bake oven. Like I can taste I can taste it right now. I'm sure you had half of one. Oh, and I, I know there was one really? in my house. And God, I can, you're eating like, one right now. Well, sorry, it's just my, my D&D Easy Bake Oven. I just have it right beside here. So every Wow, <laughs> now that's what we need to market. Exactly. A D&D Makes Easy sense, Bake then. Oven. <laughs> the Mimic. The Mimic, yes. You could 3D print yourself a good Easy Bake Oven. I mean, an Easy Bake sure. Oven is literally just a lamp. With a yeah. high wattage light bulb. Yeah, but these little cakes. I'm having regrets that I didn't have Mari learn heat metal because it could have worked really well. <laughs> oh, my God. On the road. She's just making oven. little cakes. You just get some plate mail, like two breastplates. Yeah. You know, and you got a little oven there. Yeah. There With a person inside. But I had such high aspirations for this little fucking cake that I was going to make. I was going to be like the bakestress of the the bakestress like, neighborhood and it just never came to fruition. So I wanted to ask everybody uh going into our episode tonight, what is something that you were really excited about the prospect of? Oh. And then ultimately kind of fell flat in hmm. execution or oh man out. so many things i have a good life. answer for that <laughs> the guthrie boys are on it they're like yeah. oh disappointments i got because guthrie boys are notoriously disappointed <laughs> <laughs> just unsatisfied with sad. life you're like yeah, how much time yeah. you got where do i start <laughs> for real top of no mind. but i can think of one because it's 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 poignant because it's it's sort of in theme but i remember uh it wasn't that long ago maybe five years ago D and D Wizards of the Coast teamed up with I, I can't remember the company, but they made a they made many video games, but they made one called Sword Coast Legends. Mm. And I remember myself and Chris and Justin. It was sort of like a top down. It was going to be the one that kind of let you play D and D. Don't get me wrong. There's been stronger pulls, and there have been more recent pulls, both of which you have let me down. But this one feels the most on topic. Because I remember we were kind of like, oh man, this is going to be so cool. This is the character I'm going to play. Here's what I'm going to do. And it fucking sucked. Oh no. It was so boring. It was so dull. And actually, just to piggyback off that, because it's kind of a short story, but I also remember when Diablo 3 launched. We oh. also did the same thing. Chris and Justin and myself, we all got together to do a LAN party. Mm-hmm. But this was like at the dawn of online services and like it we knew it like dropped at 9 p.m or whatever 9 a.m we all logged in and it was like servers are full oh and we literally didn't get to play until like three that afternoon i think chris was like yeah i gotta go to work now and it was like (laughs) actually i think he called in work sick that night because justin and i didn't have to we were like now we have the whole day and chris was like well i'm not gonna waste my whole day and then work tonight when you guys are playing so those are two pretty big disappointments although i did like diablo 3 as a game hmm Alex Guthrie, you had one quick. No, yeah, I didn't. I, I was just Guthrie. joking around. I can't actually think of anything. Oh. You were like, chapter one, birth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this whole thing was going to be a lot more fun. <laughs> no, I mean, there, in general, there's been so many movies, I think, over time that are like, uh Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, Wing Commander? Uh, I don't even remember it, but yeah, I'll say, yeah, that's definitely one. I think... I think... Um, you know, any of the... No, I'm not even going to get into it. No. Say it. I was going to say the Marvel movies, but like, I, I don't know. I we don't know, know your feelings for superhero movies. Yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't say you're disappointed. Like, 
that would give the impression in, that I was really looking forward to it. Exactly, which you're not. Yeah. I don't. I think you're just kind of has like, to be oh. something you were pumped about, and then ultimately you're like, ah, oh, this this kind of. I sucks. know <laughs> there's definitely been some things in my life so far that I was like, yeah. wow, that was a disappointment. I'll think of one for you because I know this. <laughs> you know, I do have Dance one crazies. actually. It's, it's sort of funny. So I remember when I was living uh, at my parents' house for a while. Um, when after you were a baby? no, no, after like college years, and then I moved back home between living on my own to save up money to buy or rent. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I had met Carmen at the time. And I remember, I just, I just know we were living, I was living at home because we had our anniversary dinner. We had an anniversary dinner that we made there and we made like these like lamb kebabs, rice, and maybe just lamb kebabs and rice. And I remember it being like, we did all this prep and it looked amazing, right? Like it just looked like something you'd get from, from like a, a, from a real professional Middle Eastern (laughs) restaurant, right? And, uh. The kebabs were like hard and dry. Oh, and no. The rice was just like crunchy and dry, but it looked marvelous. We had these nice pictures of it, and it's like <laughs> it's the worst disappointment ever. Happy and still terrible. It's, it hasn't really hit that what you're going for, but I mean, I def I definitely did a similar thing on an anniversary once. I was making a lovely like pasta aglioleo or whatever. And I was oh. so like worried about, okay, I want to get this out of the pot and I want to get it plated nice. And I got the big fork cause I'm going to do it like the guy in that movie and do the, <laughs> the thing. And I had to go get the fork special. And then I left the pot on and we went to get dinner <gasps> and I came back and there was like the, there was a plastic spoon in there that was melted into the pot. It was just oh, the whole, and it was like no. when it started to burn after it had entirely melted in, it was like, oh, that's that's what this is going on in the house right now. So it was like, oh, oh shit, fuck, no. gonna oh, no. just like not even like just burnt I, I, food, but well, the, the food ended spoon. up out and okay. It was just that moment of like, oh, I got to interrupt the middle of this lovely meal on our anniversary uh-huh. to go put out this fire I started because I was so busy <laughs> plating the thing, I forgot to turn off the heat. Yeah, peace out, everyone. <laughs> But that's fun and sexy, like danger and, you know, oh, Yeah, Rob is dangerous. There you are. <laughs> Leaves plastic like, cutlery on the stove. Spicy time here. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Did you have to get out like a fire extinguisher and everything? No, it wasn't quite flames bad. It was just like puddle of black plastic ooze in the bottom of the pot. I think that pot was, was gone. Distressing. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. I know. I know. My first, my immediate reaction was: I remember how much I was like, excited to see the movie Drive because I love like action movies and I love car movies and like mm. fast cars and things like that. When I was in my teen years, me and my dad spent like a solid year trying to find like the best car chase movie. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's Bullet, by the way. I'm like the only person who has seen the original Gone in 60 Seconds like yeah, multiple really. times and had a custom shirt with it. And that show that movie is literally <laughs> just 45 minutes of yeah. nothing and then yeah. 45 minutes of a car chase. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes but the remake was need. great. I like the remake. Personally. <laughs> the remake is nuts. <laughs> um, but Drive, I remember being like, ooh, Drive. Yeah, like a serious one. And then I went and I saw it. I hated it. I hated it oh. so much. <laughs> I just just was like, this movie was, it was like, I was like, the thing that drove me crazy was I was like, I feel like they mistook atmosphere for plot Mm. and i was like oh there's like a good this feels like very dark and gritty and i was like yes but nothing's happening Mm -hmm. like i'm like please sir a crumb of plot and 
Like, I Drive just, is a fantastic movie. I totally disagree. Oh my with god, that. I hate it's so good. I liked it. <laughs> I know. I was, watching, seen I was looking it, around so the room. I'm looking around the room, and I'm like, I I'm like, it. someone's gonna fight me on this. And it's probably gonna be Harlan. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna fight but, you on it. No, I, 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 look, I think I, I. Here's the thing, though. I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. Like it absolutely is uh, very dry, and it's funny because like Joe and I watched a movie last night called Nomadland, which won Best Picture last year, mm. and we both finished it, being like, I totally get why this movie won but mm-hmm. we don't like it and like yeah. that to me is like the takeaway it's like i don't like this movie at all but i think the performances were great i think what it did it did wonderfully but i did not enjoy Didn't watching this movie at all <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. like and i think that can be a thing like i think it can totally be fair that say yeah especially with expectation because like, yeah. i totally get where you're coming from especially drive i think it was marketed very poorly yes yeah yeah that like, was the big thing was that it was played up as this like it's it's the action movie for smart people or yeah, something no, and then i was no, like no, no it's not no, i was like if you just like, told me what it was i would have had like a much different experience and also totally. been, like, it's like totally a hyper violent visual yeah weird and like, 80s with like a great silk jacket in yeah, the jacket's very good jacket. i i'm just i I feel like with my media stuff, like I, uh, I, I, I just can't, I go full lizard brain sometimes, and I'm like, I just mm. everything, everything else is just such a bummer. I just want to like watch something that makes me, makes makes me go like, yeah, and then I just end up watching like. Mission Impossible mm, Two yeah. again. If I can find an ounce of connection, I will. I will ignore a lot of <laughs> of sins in a in a piece of media. If I can like find one bit, like oh, but this music kind of slaps, and I can get into this, so, you know, or like just one the same way. one yeah. thing in. Well, it's funny because when we were watching Nomadland the other night, at the end of it, we were saying it's like you know what would have made this movie like infinitely better if it had like a playlist associated with it because it's kind of a road movie you know mm. and I was like man if they just yeah. took like a Kinks album and like decided to that would theme this movie it would have had so much more because the movie's just kind of got nothing really in it but I'm totally <laughs> with you and I think a lot of this comes down to frankly it comes down to um, expectation you know and it's no different when you're playing D&D where it's like if you sit down and you're playing a game you're like hey guys tonight it's going to be light it's going to be fun it's going to be fast it's going to be furious we're just going to have a good time everyone enjoys themselves and I think Mm -hmm. it comes down to that when I'm sitting down a movie and I don't want to be spoiled but if I kind of know what I'm in for tonally I think I'm going to be so much more on board and a lot of these marketing they try to trick you and I think that's where a lot of these movies go wrong because they're like oh you're going to love this and then you see it and it's nothing fucking like that and that's why the easy bake oven fell fucking flat exactly (laughs) I thought I was going to have enough dessert to feed my family and instead I had one sad tiny chocolate cake that I had to split four ways and that's not fair I totally agree you don't share a cupcake and the expectation for (laughs) dice shame is good role playing good friends lengthy a lot of lengthy intro <laughs> so much intro for yeah. five <laughs> foot of movement in mediocre act yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, should we play some D guys yeah yes. let's play some D. Yeah. Yeah. inside the driest manner with a wave of static the magic effects fade all around you the prestigious midwinter celebration loses some of its glamour. Music stops playing. Doran's disguise melts away. 
The noble partygoers hush and draw closer to each other, murmuring as heavy footsteps herald intruders. And the doors to the dining room burst open to reveal misshapen humanoids, creatures soaked with ooze and bristling with intensity. What the oh, I don't what? Like the look of this. Not good. Not good at all. Everyone sit on the floor. Get on the floor now. Red turns to Maori, who's standing next to him, and says, All right, Maori, let's take these bat... And he goes to reach for his bow and realizes it's not there. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I forgot I don't have my bow. Mari goes immediately to try to cast Entangle. And Mari, normally when you cast Entangle, there's like some components that you gesticulate or you speak magic words. Yeah, or- she reaches down. And normally when she starts to cast, she can feel this sort of, almost this sort of warmth, like you're reaching into this kind of endless, unseeable river of light and stars and glitter. And normally she can feel that warmth. And instead she reaches down and she feels nothing. Mm. All right, blast them. No, I can't. There is nothing. There is nothing. I can't feel anything. Uh, Oh, don't get all nihilistic on me. No, no, I can't do any magic. I can't do any magic right now. And two of these creatures that are near to you, you've attracted their attention with this conversation. You're like two of the only people that are speaking out loud in the room apart from these intruders. (laughs) (laughs) They They turn towards you, Mari, and they go, keep her quiet. And one of them, like, reaches into himself and grabs this, like, gob of ooze and just, like, hurls it at you. Ah! Can Red dodge out of the way? <laughs> yeah, she's going to dive out of the way right Yeah, now. make a dexterity check. Oh, no. Don't make me do dex checks. We're playing D&D. <laughs> I roll a 12. Mari, you narrowly uh, duck out of the way and this gob of something just like smashes against the plaster bust that was standing atop of this like column and it cracks into a million pieces and falls onto the floor. Oh, Oh. and then shit. Oh, Oh, Jack. Another one. Yeah, it was definitely more than 100 years old. (laughs) (sighs) Red dives out of the way and rolls under a a table Mm -hmm. and uh, like starts pulling at people. Get to cover or something. They're throwing pieces of themselves. Yeah, yeah. A couple of nobles like crouch down there underneath with you. She dives behind a chair and a table. Everything. I feel like everything's just like knocked over and scattered in the room. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have a bow? Because <laughs> like, people are passing by. The melting guys. Mm-hmm. She already saw Remy. Yeah. And saw what was happening to his skin. Yeah. And I feel like her immediate thought is that this is what he would have become. Does anyone have a bow? Where's Jack? Where's Doran? I don't know. Where? And I look around for Doran. Doran. Doran pipes up and he yells, No, but you've got my axe. (laughs) These creatures are intimidating guests. They're actually corralling groups of guests and forcing them through the doors into other rooms. So they're like slowly winnowing down the numbers of people in this room. And they're screaming at you. They're they're trying to keep everyone under control. They're making sure everyone's sitting down. Um, and it, it's quickly becoming a very dangerous situation. And Doran doesn't really hesitate. He's, he's reaching for his axe off his back, which he was able to sneak in through a disguise. Right before Doran can reach for his axe, Jack reach out and says... Doran, let's work our way that way along the table. Let's see if we can... I think that guy dropped an illusion too. It might be Cabin. Mm. And Doran kind of leaves his axe on his back. He doesn't He doesn't mm-hmm. retrieve it. It's not so obvious. Quick, they're looking at Mari. We got to go before they turn their attention on us. Yeah. 
and he kind of gives Jack a knowing glance and like points with his fingers. Whoa, whoa, with his fingers? <laughs> yeah. With his fingies? From glances to full out fingers. <laughs> Situation's serious. I know. Point with your beard, you coward. Well, you could point with your chin, your nose. I mean, we've, we've used knowing glances every other time, but now <laughs> fingers. Jack knows the shit's yeah. in the fan. Yeah, yeah things, it's, too, it's, it's, it's a little bit too tense to get a glance out. It proves the knowing glances are magical. It's the knowing glance and the point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's they don't right. work. They're not the, magic. The magic of the moment between us is gone. Wait a minute. You don't understand my head nod? So maybe Red sees this exchange realizing that you two maybe have spotted Kevin and he causes a distraction. And Red kind of pops out and he's like, hey, you big gluteous, uh, uh, dripping, melty people. Red, what are you doing? You think you know what's up? And he picks up like a tray and he just throws it against the wall. And he does like the Whoa. the Michael Keaton thing where he's just like, you want to be crazy? I'll be crazy. And he starts banging something. You think and, like, crazy? One of these like gloopy dudes goes over to you, Red, and he grabs you by the throat <laughs> and he lifts you up and slams you against the wall. Oh my God. And he screams in your face. Wow. Enough frivolity. Your breath is awful. Cabin's a thundrick. Where is he? I'll tell you exactly where he Mari is. runs over. She grabs a, a salt cellar off a table and she runs over and just, a sl- because these guys look like slugs, and she runs over and she just dumps it in the guy's face. And then mm-hmm. she sort of pauses for a minute because she's, all the other guys have made puns and she's not very mm-hmm. good at them. And she just goes... Hope you like being assaulted. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Meanwhile, Red's like waving Doran between the legs of this thing, Doran and Jack over like... Taking advantage of the opportunity, Jack's crouched behind the far side of the table from most of these sluggy monsters and is sort of Mm -hmm. crouch crawling behind the the chairs to get back to where he can spot the guy that looks like Cabin's a Thundrick. You know, glancing back to make sure Doran's following with him. Doran's not following, but he's going to the same person and he's just taking a different route. And you see Doran kind of oh. get on his hands and knees and he crawls. Hedging the bets. Two separate scooters. You see a woman who's cowering beside where Cabin is. And she's like looking him up and down. Oh no. And uh, her eyes are getting wide. Do I recognize her? Yeah, this is uh, Flora from House Offrey. Flora! Flora! You can see her getting all upset. She recognizes who this is now, sitting beside her, and then that this must be the guy that they're looking for. And she, she... Flora, they won't let you go. Don't say anything. Her face is getting really... They won't let you go. He, he's here! Fuck. He's right here! There's a door behind him! Dorian, let's go. Grab Cabin by the arms, one in each hand, and like bolt out the back. Yeah, and as they turn away from Red, Red kicks the guy in what might be his nuts. <laughs> and Mario just bonks him over the head with the remains of the salt cellar. Yeah, I don't think the salt is doing anything. No, I don't think so, but I was hoping it would work. But take this. <laughs> so you guys pick up Cabin basically by both of his elbows and you drag him through the door. Yeah. I think it's more cool. it's more Doran. But Doran's doing more of the lifting, that's yeah. true. But Jack is definitely <laughs> trying to steer. <laughs> and Doran being near his ear, he just says, just trust us and come this way. Don't fight. Come on, they're looking for you. We're here to help. <laughs> We're here to save you. 
Oh, and you can see he's so comforted and, and mm-hmm. appreciates your heroism. <laughs> this musty dwarf. From our perspective, do we see anyone trying to follow them through that door? Yeah, you do. Red slides down between this guy's legs, and I want to try to bolt across towards that door to cut off the people that are heading there. Ooh, yeah. okay. So, Red, you do this heroic, like, knee slide, yeah. and then... I don't even think I get there before another person. I think I tackle them as they're about to go through the door. Amazing. And I, like, push them into a... A, a cabinet of china just full out and like all this china comes falling down over the people as they run out of the way one plate hits the woman who screamed out right in the face and I'm like Mari stop that one she runs over and she uh, takes the long edge of her sleeve and as this person's running by she just wraps it over his neck and yanks him back mm. oh yeah you hear a sickening crack Ooh. as his neck snaps underneath your beautiful scale. Oh my god. The most visceral. It's okay, uh-huh. it's okay Mari. He, he definitely, he, he definitely, definitely choked me and threw me against the wall against my uh, desires. Oh my god, I did not expect that to happen. He did not ask for permission for that. Yeah, it just... All right, Uglies, you want to get through that door, you're going to have to go through us. You're going to have to go through at the very least him. Yeah. You hear Red try to give you guys some time to make your escape, but you know there's just seconds there's a door behind you just to your right there's a staircase that leads upstairs and then ahead of you and to your right there's a games room but from what you know of the manor there's no way out here up 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 okay there's something stopping the magic we're using here but it's it's probably got a range most of these things can't extend forever if we can find the edge of it i can get us out good point good point if we go far enough up if we go far enough away from the center of this maybe we can we can get out let's go upstairs as you crest the top of the staircase doran your experienced eyes know to check corners all the time yes you see that there are two groups of party goers up here at the top of their stairs one on the left side one on the right side both are being corralled already mm. by these guards telling them to shut up be quiet, stay where you are, and saying, if you try to hide cabins of Thundric from us, we will kill you. They're definitely looking for you, I say, as I crest the top of the stairs and I peer through the uh, the banister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to be coming up these stairs any second, I guarantee it. There's a door to your left and to your right. I think we should go through one of these doors. Is there a dumbwaiter in this building? Hey, would you call me? <laughs> Shh, in here, go! And okay. sort of pushes cabin through one door. The door is mercifully unlocked. And as you enter, you find yourself in a small bedroom that is currently unoccupied. Back down in the dining room. Look, we can just talk about this, Seth. We we, we don't need uh, any trouble here. Uh, Everything's fine. Listen, you better sit down right now or you're going to be pulp. Red just shares a knowing look with you and eyes the door behind them to the left. And he's like, (laughs) all right, you got us. No worries. I'm going to take this chair at this table next to this. Yeah. And he flips a turkey at them (laughs) and he runs towards the door. Come on, Mary. And he like stands kind of like stopping them as you head through the door. Yeah, she goes running, but she uh, tries to shove that ice sculpture to try Mm, to block mm. them. Nice. A big tacky ice sculpture. She hates it. (laughs) It's like very big. And I'm like, all right, Mari, I guess that saves like five seconds. I think it 
I think it took like four or six people to carry it in. <laughs> well, it doesn't earlier. it doesn't move? So she just it she just, just breaks, off, she breaks off like a like, finger or something, and why, then she just kind why of did she bother pushing that over? It, d- <laughs> it didn't slow us at all. <laughs> so Mari, you try to put your back to the ice sculpture. It doesn't move. Uh, red is ice sculpture. <laughs> red is standing at the door. She just um, she just turns around and just goes ugh, and then just keeps running. She's really hoping I for know, a it's cool tacky. to the library. Kevin Zethendrick is in the front hall. Get him quick! And he follows you into the library, barreling forward. Excellent. <laughs> where to now? I think they went upstairs. There's no other way. Where well, else? Forget to go. them. Look, they're going to be following them. We need to cut them off or at least lead them on a wild goose chase somewhere else. Oh, yeah. So there are a couple exits to the library. You guys were in here before, so you would know that there's a staircase on the north side of the library that leads you up. And there's like a whole balcony area of the library that's on the second floor. There's actually an exit from there out to other rooms on the second floor. Is that same boring guy who was here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's totally here. Listen, taxman, you need to get out of here. There's a bunch of melty people trying to find Kevin's ascent. Kevin's... Fuck, I can't say that name. Stop (laughs) saying the name because they're just going to hear you saying it and they're going to keep following us. We want them to follow us. We're the decoy, Mary. They're starting to, like, batter down the door. Yeah, and I'm holding it shut. Your back is like... All right, look, there's an office over there. Let's let's get in there and, and climb out through a window and try to get to the garden. Mari sort of looks at that guy and she just gives him big eyes. And she goes, can you please just distract them if they come through? What should I do? Tell them about your tax law and bore them to death. Yes. I will, I will try my best. Tell them you saw people go out any other door, any other window, but not where we go. Oh, just distract that's good. Them. Do that. All right, I'll I'll do that. Make something of your life. He goes and he takes the door from you, Red, and he puts his back up and he says, Oh, I'll slow them down. Oh, wow. Huh. That's so heroic of you. You're a lot more interesting when you're not talking about your life. Yeah, we shouldn't have pooped in your shoes. Till next time, friend, whatever your name was. Good luck, buddy. Back to Doran and Jack. So what do these guys want you for anyways, Cabin? I don't know. I can tell you what I know, which is there's been at least a half dozen people who look kind of like you kidnapped by some monster and dragged into the sewers. So think on it. Doran, is there any other way out of this room? Uh, looks like a door over there. Doran's peering through the keyhole mm-hmm. of, the, of the door that we just came through. There looks like there's an, another door over there, but I'm wondering if you went out here, nobody knows or would, would think otherwise. If you walked out there and said that you saw cabin here if you saw him run out to the front or, or you know again you gave them some sort of distraction uh, you could say something like hey everybody they're looking for cabin's eccentric and he just ran out the front door then and, and you never know i'm i'm not a very good liar and i'm the one who can teleport a mile away as soon as we find the edge of this thing nah. to get the guy out of here true so i kind of want to stick with him Let's try that door then. You you hold, put your back against this door. Yeah. And Doran moves over to the other end of the room. And So Doran, you move over to this door that looks out into the darkness. You can see there's like a little window installed. And oh. this is kind of a door that would lead out to kind of like a um, second story patio, oh. like a little balcony area. And as you look out into the night, Jack, the door 
opens behind you as you have your back to it <laughs> it just pushes just pushes in and there are like four of these goo dudes it's a pole door he didn't realize it just <laughs> <opened the> <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah they push their way into the room uh, behind Jack go Doran throws the door open not a lot of options left go it's locked oh the door is locked you try the lever and it's it's not going and these these goo dudes are like cabins a thundric he went that way <laughs> Jack not a good liar I'm gonna try and chop the handle off the door yeah go for it like they would do with the gun but with an axe definitely <laughs> like chop like you chop you know like you chop with an axe yeah 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 i mean you can do it for sure yeah but it takes you a a few swings Hmm. and during that time one of them is like you know how they like punch their fists like saying i'm gonna punch you in the face they do that to you jack and they're like intimidating you i mean i i would take a punch to keep cabin behind me so as doran is frantically chopping at this door to gain a new means of egress Jack you take a big like slug to the face and you're thrown back literally slug on the floor yeah basically hey gabagoo (laughs) (laughs) two of the intruders grab cabin by the arms and drag him out of the room cabin's wriggling in protest trying to break free but he can't Once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters Alexander, Artistic Witch, Brian Blass, Brianna Weber, Michael Weber, Brain Marie, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Creature, Cytosine, Daniel, Elizabeth H, Glory, Doug, Kirsten Wolf, Haley, Heather Nichols, KR, Lars, Lasagna, Leader J, Lorelei Feldman, Last Ruth on the Left, Lost with Two Faces, Marimo, Melissa, Moss, Matilda Rushing, Matt Woodbury, Merlin, Michelle Kahn, Tama Konatsa, Reagan, Shadowhaven, Sky, Terra, Tony Pepperoni, Trapper 939, and Tyler Fowler. Woo! Thank you so much! Oh. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.